For more than a decade, FTI has strived to become the leader in the aftermarket, performance, transmission, and converter industry. We've joined forces with McLeod Driveline Components under the leadership of Top Fuel Funny Car pilot Paul Lee and now have a larger distribution network, more resources, and more power. Come see us in the pits and ask how you can join the FTI family. It's not cheating. It is the competitive edge. It's time for an inside look at the most powerful motorsport on the planet. WFO Radio, NHRA Nitro. This is WFO Radio. WFO Radio is back. Hey, everybody, I'm Joe Costello, and this is our final 2022 Camping World Championship interview. Matt Smith will be joining us on this show. All you fans of Pro Stock Motorcycle, I know you guys are fighting and clawing to get your news and information about your favorite drivers out there, and uh, we aim to give it to you. Matt Smith, six world championships going for an unprecedented seventh. We're going to talk to him. He also says, He's got some sort of big breaking news, some sort of news he's going to share. I don't want to hype it up too much, but uh, I, I want to, I don't know what it is. I want to react and find out at the same time as everybody else on this show. So if you're a fan of Matt, if you're a fan of Pro Stock Motorcycle, if you don't like Matt at all, share this show. Let's get the 2023 season hyped up, ready to go. We're not far away. Before we bring on Matt, let me tell you about the people who make it possible for me to go WFO and interview these drivers and do these shows and have a great time in the world of drag racing. For instance, the folks at Total Seal Piston Rings. Last year, Matt Smith was on one of our Hidden Horsepower episodes. It was actually a very popular episode because he gave a lot of details to Ring Seal and all the working relationship between Matt Smith Racing and Total Seal. TotalSeal.com, great place to check out the website and order rings, find out more information, etc. Give them a call. If you break a ring, you can order one right there on the website. Go to TotalSeal.com to find out more information. You heard a little bit about FTI Performance Transmissions and Torque Converters at the start of the show, located in the land, Florida. A Paul Lee company, Power Glides, big money bracket race transmissions and torque converters, big power like ProMod, Top Sportsman, Top Dragster. So many of them are using FTI. So go to the website, check them out, FTIPerformance.com the next time you need a transmission or torque converter. And not just drag cars, street cars, uh, big time drag and drive cars. All those cars are capable of using FTI performance transmissions and torque converters. The folks at Fog It, that's right, Gary Stinnett has created this new product, relatively new. You're starting to see the logo everywhere because it's the ounce of prevention. You buy a can of Fog It, you protect the inside of your racing engine that you have spent so much time and money creating. The end of the day, things are hot. You're going to put it in the trailer. You should fog it down and protect the inside of those cylinders. It's as simple as that. Then the next day when you fire it up again, it will be exactly the same as it was the day before. So when you're going from first round to second round or second round to third round, everything is absolutely the same. It works on firearms and it has countless uses. Leave it to the drag racers to find all the great uses for Foggit. The folks at Phillips Connect back on board. Justin Ashley doing a great job of tweeting out all kinds of information about smart trailer technology. If you're in the trucking game, you want to make sure your loads are safe and the people around your loads are safe and that they're on time and you know what's up. More data is always better. 
more data. Like, where's the truck? What are they doing? Is it loaded? We don't know. Smart trailer technology from Phillips Connect makes that possible. Go to phillips-connect.com to find out more. Or if you are curious, email me, joe at wforadio.com, and I can put you together with the folks at Phillips. Bernie Speed Shop, we are getting ready for the big open house, guys. The big open house, the Wednesday before the Gator Nationals. And everybody's invited, including, you know, they're trying to assemble the greatest single collection of former Gator Nationals winners at Bernie's. And there's going to be like hanging out and music and fireworks. And we're going to tour Bernie's and they've got all their uh, classic automobiles out there for sale. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, it's about 50 minutes south of Gainesville Raceway in Ocala, Florida, very close to Garlicks. Go to Bernie's.com to find out more information. But it's Wednesday before the Gator Nationals. I will be there. And you should definitely check out their website to find out more information. Later on in the show, after Matt, we'll tell you a little bit about samtech.edu. We'll tell you about Frank Hawley's Drag Racing School. And we'll tell you about Marvin Rodak and his great coffee and grills. Com. But right now, it is time for the 2022 Camping World Series World Champ, a six-time champ in Pro Stock Motorcycle, Mr. Matt Smith. Matt, congratulations. Thanks, Joe. I appreciate you having me on. Oh, I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled. Well, you earned it. This was a big one. You were on a mission from the start of the season, a mission to get six. It was a goal, and you accomplished the goal in amazing fashion, running two different bikes, sometimes in the same event. And... Um, I don't want to say you weren't really threatened at all during the year. There were some times that there were some other quick and fast bikes, but I would call that a dominating championship. And you pretty much had it wire to wire. When you look back at 2022, uh, what sticks out in your mind from your great success? I mean, I think the biggest thing is, is just, uh, we took the Suzuki project on and we made it a learning curve um, of what I needed to learn on the Suzuki to how to perform better with it. And uh, I dedicated the first half of the year to the Suzuki, uh, minus, you know, just doing their, uh, pulling the, the V-Twin out of Denver. Um, but that was my goal was to learn as much as I could so I can apply that for this year. And, and our goal this year is to run Suzuki from the first race to the last race of the year. Um, so, we started testing out and we tested really good with the Suzuki. So I think that we're going to be really fast with the Suzuki and, uh, you know, and Angie's going to be fast on our V twin program. So we'll have both platforms out there this year. And, uh, hopefully we can bring one and two home this year and, um, out of the same camp. Wow. Well, that would be interesting. Obviously Angie getting the win at the final, something she has done in the past, um, breaking out the two bikes that makes it very interesting. People forget, I, I always use the example of like you break your arm. You really don't remember the pain of the broken arm like months later. You remember you had a broken arm. Uh, we have been through some really tough stuff over the past couple of years with the pandemic and all. And, and no one even really remembers it for the most part. You don't, you don't think about it. You had a lot of parts issues. Not just you, but all racers were worried at the start of last year. Would we have enough to make it? That was a big question. Everybody, for the most part, made it. But you guys had some struggles behind the scenes. And from what I learned in the interviews you came on the show with last year after winning races, that was always in the back of your mind. We got to get to the finish line. Yep, it, and it still is. I mean, we're still having problems. Uh, our V-Twin program, we have plenty of parts for it, you know, because we've been doing it so long. But getting into this Suzuki thing last year, 
we just don't have any parts and we're still waiting on parts uh to to make uh a third and a fourth engine for our bike we have two engines um so we'll we're, we're good and prepared and uh, i have you know five more crankshafts on order from from vance and hines which they're ready, waiting on rods to build those that's the biggest thing that we have a problem with right now on the suzuki platform is the cranks uh the cases were a problem vance and hines now has a new billet case out um i got one of those and it's absolutely gorgeous and it's a work of art and they did an outstanding job on that so uh, i'm not so much worried about the case problem anymore now we got to focus on the the crank problem that they have and if we can get that fixed the the suzuki platform will be just as tough as the v-twin platform that we have now that is great news you got a lot of people out there wishing you congratulations kyle keck out there way to go kyle good to hear from you and uh everybody just checking in saying what's up with the champ all of that uh, th you sent me a photo of the billet case. For whatever reason, those H-E-I-C uh, -E files, like they don't, they don't show up in my software. It's unfortunate, but I did see it at PRI. It is beautiful and amazing and long overdue, most importantly, my goodness. But, but we finally have it for you guys, and you don't have to go, uh, you know, junkyard uh, searching. Yeah, I mean, like I said... Even before I got into Suzuki, I told NHRA three years ago, four years ago, I said, look, we need to help the Suzukis get up to par closer to the V-Twins. And I said, cases is what they need the most. I said, if we give them cases, then I think that's going to help reliability and it's going to increase their horsepower because the cases are flexing so bad. If they, if they wasn't flexing, they wouldn't be breaking and cracking all the time. So... Uh, I applaud NHRA for letting uh, Vance and Hines uh, build the cases. And like I said, Andrew, uh, hats off to him. He did a, a remarkable job by uh, programming those cases. And, and I got 002 on those. And like I said, they're absolutely gorgeous. I don't think the public has really seen them yet. Um, uh, I know they're supposed to announce and, and put pictures out either this week or next week. But uh, anyway, they're, they're awesome. That's all I can say. Yeah, and uh, I apologize. I, I will tune it up with the software, but the photo that Matt sent, and I'm looking at this thing um, in, in detailed fashion. It is pretty amazing. I can't wait to see it in person. All right, a lot of questions to ask about your championship year and looking ahead at an unprecedented seventh Pro Stock Motorcycle World Championship possibly. But you posted, when we posted the show last night, so hopefully everybody could share it and push this thing around the internet. We spoke with Garlitz yesterday. We had Erica a couple of days ago. It's been really big. But you teased. You said, we've got some news. There's going to be some big news. And right before the show, I'm like, don't tell me the news. I want to find out what the news is on the air. And, uh, you know, I don't want you to bury the lead. So what do you got? What's up, Matt? Okay. So first off, uh, I watched your interview the other day and it looked like everybody counted Angie out for this championship. So, uh, um, I think she's going to be a, a contender all year long. And, uh, we've made some gains in the V twin program. I think y'all saw that I shot out a 69 out there. Um, that is the motor, the bike, the, all the stuff that Angie's going to have to run this, this series this year. So she's going to have a fast motorcycle to run for that championship. So do not count her out. But the one thing that I can tell you is, as of two days ago, I am a Suzuki rider for Suzuki Cycles. So 150%, I will be on a Suzuki all year long. And I can promise you that our Suzuki is up to par and we can run with the best of them. 
and we will battle this championship on a Suzuki. And my goal is to win a seventh championship on a Suzuki. You are now a factory rider. Is that how we would call it? Like, let's let's compare it to the world of Supercross. Um, you are a Suzuki factory rider. You will be on a Suzuki all year long, obligated by a relationship. No two bikes this year. Factory rider Matt Smith on a Suzuki. Here, that is correct. I am a, a factory rider for them, and I cannot run a V twin this year. So yes, wow. Suzuki one hundred percent this year. Wow. Now, now, has that been out there? Is that big breaking news here on WFO radio? I think that's great stuff, Matt. No, nobody knows about it. I think the only one that might know about it is Eddie um, because of uh, I have to get a body, uh, the new Gen 3 body. And uh, I won't have that probably uh, to debut at the racetrack until Chicago. That's going to be our point uh, is to bring it out there. If I can get it done for, for the four wide, then great. But I'm more pressing. I told Suzuki that I would have that body running by Chicago. That's big breaking news right there on WFO Radio, everybody. You should be clicking subscribe and putting your comments in the comment section right now. Now, I recall there was a stat. Like, you keep up with your stats. And I appreciate that. Some racers are like, yeah, I don't think about it. You do. You want to compile the numbers. Uh, Six championships this year. If you win this coming year, it'll be seven. But on different manufacturers, like I've won on this manufacturer and I've won on that manufacturer and I've won on a, Bu- a Buell and a V twin, uh, the Suzuki, have you won a title on that? Refresh my memory. No, I have not. And, and actually last year was when I won Richmond, I've never won on a Suzuki bike, a race. So, uh, I started my career in a Suzuki and, uh, I just never could get it done. I went to a bunch of finals on it, but I never could close the deal. And all my wins that I've won have been on a V-twin. So except for one ra- one race last year. So I am looking forward to winning more races on the Suzuki. And ultimately, I want to win that championship and uh, just complete my profile of winning on three different brand of bikes uh, of winning championships. Yeah, that is pretty amazing. And that, uh, that new Hayabusa. Wow. Uh, the pro stock motorcycle category, just uh, like appearance factor with the billet cases in that body. It looks like a future bike. I, I know that's kind of what the Hayabusa looks like. Not quite as wide, not quite as long, but just checking out the photographs that I saw. NHRA.com has got them, guys, uh, from the recent Vance and Hines test. My goodness, that's going to be amazing, especially when you put your paintwork on it. <laughs> what kind of look are we going to see out of you? I don't know. You know, we just tell our painter to do whatever he wants, but these are the colors that we want. And he always comes up with some creative. Um, Angie's got a new new body on her bike that she's going to debut at um, the four wide at Charlotte. And uh, so she's going to run her same body at Gainesville and then debut the new bike at at Charlotte. And I am going to debut the new bike uh, and body at, at Chicago. So We'll see what the painter comes up with. He's got it. He's creative. And, you know, as always, he does a fabulous job on his paintwork and uh, he puts his uh, blood, sweat and tears into it. And we're we're honored to be able to run his stuff. Yeah, he's great. Um, you know, I love I love I'm a I'm a sucker for candy apple red. And then you throw some metal flake in there. I'm old school candy colors. And that's what both of your bikes are. And then you go out there and you win races. When you look back at 2022, let's take some time to look back because it was kind of interesting. And I'm not encouraging you to talk trash here, but you have always been 
very matter of fact, right? Like at the start of the season, Steve, Steve was really fast and, and, and he, he came and went, but you guys were steady. Angel was fast, but had some struggles. Eddie never really got going until the very end of the season his first season in ages, as long as I can remember, maybe back to 2008 that he didn't win a race. And I know that was uh, something he was trying to not have happen. And it happened. Uh, when you look back at last year, you, I don't want to say it was easy for you. It wasn't, but a lot of your main competitors didn't get it going all year long. Even Jerry Savoy uh, and the white alligator team, like started off really strong with Karen and then they fell off. And, uh, what do you attribute that to? Like learning the new four valve head? What do you have a thought? And do you expect that to happen again this year? Yeah, I mean, I think a lot of it has to do with the four valve head. Uh, I think a lot of it has to do with the Cyclone 17 fuel uh, that the Suzuki's all run. Um, it's just the fuel is very unstable. Um, and the four valve head is it takes a total different timing curve of what we've ran in the past, even from the two valve Suzuki stuff. Um, it's just totally different. So uh, just learning that and, and, and our problem with our Suzuki program last year is I couldn't get the bike to react and I couldn't get it to 60 and 330. And we worked on that over the winter. And when we went to our test session on my third pass, I... and someone is calling Matt. He's receiving a phone call and now he's back. Welcome back, Matt. Can you hear me? There he is. Matt Smith has returned. Can you hear me? Yes, I got you now. Sorry. You no, somebody, somebody called. So That's common on this kind of show. Everybody gets <laughs> it at this point. We weren't talking about you behind your back, I promise. But you're talking about the reaction time of the bike. Yeah, yeah. So last year we, we had a problem with the bike reacting and the bike 60 foot and 330, my Suzuki. So that's what we worked on over the winter. And we went to our test session. And I could go 020, 015 on the tree. And I went 105, 060 foot on the third hit on the bike. So, and went 74 at two, right at 202. So we have our Suzuki program where it needs to be. And we could have went even faster there, but I chose to put that up and, 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 and focus on the V-Twin and run the new V-Twin and show what it could do. And we showed that what it could do. So I think that it's going to be uh, a year for the making this year. There's going to be plenty of people out there running. You've got Joey Glassstone's going to be fast. You've got, I think, Gage Herrera is going to be really fast, you know, with the Vance Nines. That's, that's Angel's old bike. And, and, and not only that, Angie's going to be fast, you know, and there could be some more people to step up. But I think those three people are going to be my biggest competitor to win this championship would be one of those three. And like I said, I'm on a total different brand than what I've been on in the past. And I'm going to try to do this on a Suzuki. And I have a lot of confidence that we're going to pull it off and we're going to be right there in the title hunt. Now, Angie's out there. She says, we are officially a divided house, V-Twin and Suzuki. But I, I think it's interesting, though, that now you are all in. And first of all, congratulations to the folks at Suzuki for understanding what's happening here with Matt. Uh, as you all know, I'm a fan of the class. I'm not a motorcycle person. That's not my deal. I'm a fan of the people and what they do with these amazing machines. 
and I think they're amazing. I just can't relate. You know, I can relate more to a nitro funny car. I could see myself in a nitro funny car before a pro stock motorcycle. Uh, maybe admittedly like a little of like, man, that, that those guys are amazing guys and girls out there, but for Suzuki to come on board with you, they realize what you're doing over the past couple of years and how amazing it is. That having been said, you can't use the red rocket. You can't use all that stuff. You can't use it. It's not for you anymore. And does that mean Angie gets everything? Like, does Angie have access to the full V-twin fleet? She has full access to it. And, uh, you know, like I said, she's going to be fast. And one thing people don't understand, and I don't know if, if, if normal people have a Suzuki bike now, you know, I'd say 60% of the product on the bike is Denso Park products on it. So I don't know if a lot of people realize that, but this is this could turn into a very big business to business uh, for Denso, Suzuki and all, all, all brands combined, because um, a lot of Denso's parts is on the Suzuki stuff out there. So it's it's a it's a it's a neat deal for us. It is a great deal. Well, uh, you, we, we talked about Lisa from Denso many, many times over the years. You're getting a sponsor and then the sponsor leaving you get a sponsor and they disappear you know all those stories that we remember from the past denzo stabilized you and showed what you're capable of and now look you got the suzuki factory program going which is uh great stuff and angie she's just happy that it's all hers now it's all she's, <laughs> she's going like this right it's mine all mine she is the most recent race winner out there and uh i think if angie could win two or three races or more, it would be very good for the sport of drag racing in general, right? Because, uh, you know, every time she wins, it's the last race of the year, and we don't get to see her for, like, four months. Yeah, yeah, it is. But uh, I think she'll be good all year long uh, this year. Um, we, we've got the new ECU, the Max ECU, on going on her bike. That's the bike that I debuted down at, at testing was with that ECU, and it ran so good. So uh, we're, we're putting all our eggs in that basket with the Max ECU. And, and one thing I want to say is – I, I'm, I'm a factory pilot now for Suzuki, but Vance and Hines still has their factory deal with Suzuki also. So I didn't take anything away from anybody. They just added me on board to, to their program. So you and you and the guys from Vance and Hines are technically teammates. Is that correct? Let's say teammates per uh, Suzuki. We'll put it that way. <laughs> oh, there's a little caveat. We don't want you to get rid of that friction. And Andrew and Eddie, like hopefully they're on pause at lunch or something over there in Vance and Hines. But we're going to have a little fun with that because, uh, you know, we want you butting heads. We don't want you being, you know, you can be buddy-buddy after it's all over. But um, in the end, we can't have you guys being that friendly. Yeah, I'm still calling the big black trailer over there. They're they're like the Death Star out there. So uh, we just have to keep uh, doing what we do out there. And, uh, you know, we've turned our program up three, four years ago when Denzo stabilized us with, you know, multiple years on, on sponsorship. And, and, and we're showing that because we have a good um, engine program. We have a good shop. We have good guys in the shop. Nate Hendricks always there. So and now with Scrappers on board, we're hoping that we can pull Gianna up to a top 10 uh, rider this year, stability, and, and get her some, some a bunch of round wins and maybe a race win this year, you know, on her own. So uh, a lot of stuff going on in our shop, and, and we're, just, we're just happy to be blessed like we are. Yes. Well, and, and you mentioned Gianna, and uh, Jack from Cycle Drag was on a couple of weeks ago. That's in our archive, guys. You can go back. He was at the test and talked uh, pre-Super Bowl. Her Super Bowl pick was like, ooh, painful. But – this is a girl that's full of passion to drive or ride these motorcycles. 
Uh, what is it like to try to train someone like that who, you know, here you are, you know, you can do it. Sometimes they say that the best players don't make great coaches. How How is it for you to try to take Gianna? And obviously she's got talent and she's got desire. And now she's got a very quick and fast motorcycle. We saw the last few races of last year, marked improvement, like visual improvement. You could hear it going down the racetrack, kind of. Give us some details on that and what it's like to go through that process in addition to trying to make yourself a world champion. Yeah, I mean, I don't even focus on me. And that's what's that's what's nice about having multiple bikes, because I don't even focus on my program. I focus on Angie's program. I focus on Gianna's program. And the main focus is to make Gianna better. And I think everybody in the world saw that last year. She was a better rider last year. Um, she said her career best ET, she said her career best speed. And we kept doing that over and over and over the farther we went. Um, I think you'll see that same thing this year. She is, uh, she's full of wanting to do this and to go fast and to learn. And to me, it's a pleasure to be able to have somebody on our team that wants to learn and wants to do that stuff. So as long as she keeps putting in the effort in the gym and, and working out and, and making herself better, because these motorcycles are a handful. And the faster and quicker you go, you've got to have core strength and you've got to have upper body strength to ride these bikes, and you know, especially a female. And as long as she keeps doing that, she's going to keep improving and she's going to keep going faster. And that's my goal. My goal is to get her to be a top 10 bike week in, week out, a top 10 player out here and make everybody fear that when they pull up against her, that she can beat them at any time. So that's my goal, and hopefully we'll get a win out of her this year and, and some good semifinal runner-ups. And uh, as long as we can do that, it's, it's game over. She's going to keep improving and be better. You don't always hear people talk about how physical it is to ride the bikes. I love hearing about that stuff. Um, you know, how, how you steer it, how you control it. Uh, you know, we, we joked about, uh, Larry Spiderman McBride, you know, crawling all over the bike. Of course, his is a lot uh, heavier, but that's a big part of it that we don't really discuss very often. You mentioned core strength being very important. It is. I mean, I try to tell people ask me all the time, what does it feel like to ride these motorcycles? What does it feel like? And, and the best thing I can describe when we launch a bike, it's like if you're sitting at a stoplight and somebody rear-ends you at 30 mile an hour and you're just sitting there. That's what, when you drop the clutch and you wide open, you drop the clutch, that's what it feels like. It just, we pull almost three Gs through low gear. Uh, on top of that, we're going 200 mile an hour now at probably 70% of these racetracks now. So I tell people, stick your arm out the window going 70 mile an hour down the road. What does your arm do? It snaps you back. Triple that, triple that wind. And, and if you lean off the bike, that wind is just trying to take you off that motorcycle. So you have to have your core and you have to have your strength to stay on these motorcycles because they don't go straight all the time. And that's what you've got to have to ride these bikes and be success successful because they don't go straight every run. So when you win a round and you're hanging off the bike and you make that bike win that round because you did your job riding, that makes you feel good. And you, you did your job as a rider. And that's why I cannot relate to what you guys do. I, I tell the story often as I'm going down to the top end to do interviews or whatnot, I'll, I'll sit by the scoreboards for a second. And I saw Angie come by one time and uh, it was like, you know, I know that person and coming by at 200 miles per hour on two wheels is just 
amazing. Let's uh, let's pan out to this year. You mentioned Gage, uh, Chase Van Zant, White Alligator Racing. We got all this new blood coming in. These guys have got goals. They've got talent. They're on fast bikes. It's like a new wave of talent in pro stock motorcycle, uh, the billet cases, the, the, the technology, all of these things, the four valves per cylinder cylinder heads are now people have had time to mess around with them. Are we about to witness the most competitive season ever of pro stock motorcycle? Absolutely. Uh, I think with the, the billet cases, um, the new body work, uh, the people that, that get on board with that, with the Suzuki program, the Suzuki's are going to be the dominant bike this year. Um, I said that last year and Angel had the quickest bike at, I think it was either seven or nine races. She was number one qualifier. So they were already leaps and bounds last year. And that's why I put my program to where I did. I stopped the V twin program at the time of R and D and I focus on Suzuki. And that's why I'm where I'm at this year is because I, I think the Suzuki platform is going to be even better this year. And it's going to be up to NHRA to keep parity in our class. You know, um, one thing they can't say is, well, we don't know what the V twin is going to do because we don't know if you, whenever you jump back on the bike, I now know that I cannot jump back on a V twin bike at all through this 2023 season. So I am hundred percent Suzuki and we're going to make it fast and we're going to go as fast as we can. And I hope my, my thought process this year, I think you'll see the national record get broken this year. Um, when that happened last year, I didn't think you would see that, but what I've already saw at preseason test, we went 69 at, it was 2000 feet. I mean, it was negative 500 feet, 800 feet when Karen went 66. So if we get some kind of conditions like that, that, that record can be broken pretty easy, I think. So, uh, we'll have to see and wait, but uh, I think this will be the most competitive year you've ever seen. Well, I certainly hope so. It'll be great. Rats out there. Matt's a great coach and mentor. And so is Angie. Uh, he had a great year last year, right? Like rat actually, um, for what they're doing, they own the bike now and, and you give them like what pointers you sold them the stuff. You, you didn't just like cast them out, right? Like you give them some assistance and he had a great year, ran his career best a couple of times. Yeah. Anytime Ron Torno comes over, uh, he's open book and he says, Hey, I need some help with this tune up. Uh, can you, can you help me? I'm, I'm a little lost. And I'll go over and help him get him right back in, you know. But for the most part, Rat's tuning his own stuff. Um, we've put a new body on this year. So he's got a new EBR body. He's, he's away from the, the the bagger stuff. And we're currently building him a, a Gen 2 motor. So uh, hopefully we'll get that to him by Gainesville. If not, it'll be right after Gainesville. We're waiting on parts for that. But uh, he's going to be a, a much bigger player this year. And, uh, you know, I think he's going to do really good. That's great. I, I, don't, I don't care about Ron. I care about Mama Rat. And when she's happy on the starting line, uh, then everybody can be happy and the program will continue. That is great stuff. Matt, anything we didn't ask you about that uh, is out there? You broke the big news about being a Suzuki factory rider. Of course, we have talked a little bit about all the different technological updates. I did just get a, uh, a phone call from Lonnie Grimm, something about 10 pounds. I don't know. Just kidding. <laughs> just That's not true, guys. It's not true. Um, but I'm sure those guys will be hard at work at some point in the year, but is there anything else when you look back on 2022, uh, that you wanted to talk about, or maybe something you want to say to your fans before we put that on the shelf and go after an unprecedented seventh pro stock motorcycle world championship? No, I just want to say thank you to all my fans that have supported me and my wife over the last, I don't know, seven, eight, 
10 years that we've been doing this, you know, really at a high level. And uh, they're mostly V-Twin fans. Um, I hope you don't get mad at me. Angie's still going to be on the V-Twin. But I have to do this for Suzuki, and, and, and I, I want to get that program up and going. And like I said, my ultimate goal is to have the fastest Suzuki out there and the fastest V-Twins out there. So if we can do that under one, one, one umbrella, one house, uh, I think we've accomplished a lot because it's hard enough to make one brand fast, much less two brands. And uh, I hope we get more fans with the Suzuki thing. Yes. Well, absolutely. And I get it. I get, you know, Ron, Ron Caps went through it going from uh, Dodge to Toyota and it's just a thing and you got to go. And I, I feel that way too, but you got to go with the people who want to support your career. They want to support you. They, we, Hey Matt, we want you to be a factory rider and not ride anything else, but our stuff. And you're going to say, nah, I'm not going to do that. No, you got to do that, man. You got to work with them and you got to build your brand. What about winning a seventh title? Is that possible? I know it's on the radar. I know you think about such things, but that's not, that's a new number. No one has that. That's big. No one has it. And, uh, you know, for me to be in the group that I'm in with Andrew Hines and Dave Schultz right now, um, it's remarkable. And, and I'm glad to put my name in that hat. Can I get a seventh championship? Absolutely. Um, I think it's very possible this year. We have some really, really good horsepower with our Suzuki stuff. Even though we only went 74 down there, at, at, right at 202, and Gage went 69, we did that on a TL body, all right? We did that with a 105.60 where Gage went 103. So there's more left in this thing. I know for a fact that I could have went 70 down there if I'd have made a couple more passes. So I'm not worried about that at all. That's why I parked it, because I knew I had turned a corner on that thing, and we are ready to battle this year. As long as long as Vance and Hines can keep me crankshafts and parts, you know, ready to, to be able to buy, that's my main thing is the crankshafts on these things. Uh, we'll be in contender all year long, and uh, I don't see us having a problem going for that seventh championship. But I'm not counting out Gage Herrera. I'm not counting out Joey, and I'm definitely not counting out Angie because I know what kind of power she's got, and she's going to be really fast this year too. Matt, congratulations on your sixth championship. Thank you for coming on WFO. I think after every one of your wins, you came on the show. I appreciate it. Part of winning and always bringing us some sort of a little bit of a nugget of news, but nothing like you did today. Now a Suzuki factory rider. That's the headline sub headline, uh, not switching bikes. So all the people who wanted a rule, like we got to make a rule because there's going to be a problem that don't worry about it. It's no longer an issue because you are locked on the Suzuki's. Thank you for sharing that with our audience here today. Hopefully they're all out there on the social media, spreading it around and, uh, you know, writing their stories and we'll hopefully credit WFO is where they heard it. Thank you for that. Well, thanks Joe. And thank you for having us on. And man, you do a, a, a marvelous job on this show and uh, just glad to be on here. Now, nope, thank you so much. And we're not that far out. We'll be uh, seeing you right around the corner as Gainesville, the start of Pro Stock Motorcycle, is the start for everyone in 2023. And it's going to be a huge event, a big event, and I cannot wait to see you guys. Uh, get back to your travels. Of course, thanks for pulling over for us, and we'll see you in a few weeks. Okay, Joe. Look forward to seeing you. And we will be testing the whole motorcycle class. We'll be at Orlando the 6th and 7th. So if you're in the area and you want to come down, come on down. Oh, very nice. Yeah, because uh, Fuel and Factory Showdown are up there at uh, the Gators. Uh, Pro Stock is going to be, uh, I think Pro Stock Car is going to be with you guys or near you guys. Uh, yep. There's testing all over the state of Florida, so that's kind of cool. I'm sure people would love to come on out. Um, thank you for saying that. All right, Matt. Okay. Very good. Say hi to Angie. All right. See y'all.
Thank later. you. There he goes, Matt Smith, your 2022 Camping World Series world champion in the pro stock motorcycle category. He said he's got some big news, and he just dropped it. Big news. I think that's huge. I think that is huge news. Suzuki factory rider, Matt Smith. Why would they not want to go on with a six-time world champ? Like, well, I could be on both bikes or I could be on one bike. That's up to you. Uh, and the marketing. I will tell you this about the folks at Suzuki. Their footprint on the Midway, I believe it was Norwalk. I spent just a fair amount of time just like really looking at how much effort they put in to engaging with fans of NHRA drag racing. And that's what you need to be successful. You need these companies to activate, to give the fans something to sit on, something to take a picture with and something to look at and educate like a person there. What is this product? Well, this product product is this, and this is why it's good. And this is who can get it. And this is who it's marketed towards. Oh, okay. Very interesting stuff. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Angie. I know you're out there as well. Good luck this year. Angie, you can't let them win seven before you win one. You got to get them, Angie. You got to get them. I'm not going to say that to Matt while Matt's on here talking about his championship interview. But now that we've turned the page and we're talking 2023, could it be the year of Angie Smith? Angie coming in as the most recent race winner. Angie, no one going to take the V-twin stuff from her. And it's all V-twin all the time. Angie going to be holding it down for the big boar bike. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. It's going to be interesting to say the least. There got done. I think this is Angie. I'm coming for him. We'll see. We shall see. All right, let's put your comments in the comment section, guys. Uh, a week of WFO. We had some great stuff over the past couple of weeks. Our numbers are growing. We appreciate you clicking subscribe and inviting your friends. Like, that's huge. Inviting your friends. Hey, check out this guy with this show. It's pretty good. The audio-only podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, still where we get the majority of our listens. All you audio-only people. I was just listening to this audio. It was a podcast about podcasting. And the theater of the mind and how people think differently about the images uh, conjured by the host. And as we talk, as Matt and I are talking about something, those of you who are watching Matt and I talk about it, you're getting a very definitive view of what it is. Like Costello's wearing a black and red shirt and he's in his studio and Matt's on the side of the road. But for everybody that's listening to the audio only version of this, they have no idea about any of that, right? They're just viewing their own, their own version of it where I look a lot like Burt Reynolds. It's, it's great. The theater of the mind and the audio only podcast allows you to take WFO wherever you go and you don't have to take your eyes off the road and you can envision me as Burt Reynolds. So get your uh, comments in the comments section. I want to hear what you think. Garlitz was on yesterday. Big daddy Don Garlitz had a lot of very interesting things to say. Let me tell you about samtech.edu. The next generation of high performance engine builders of crew chiefs of crew members, of EFI tuners. They're getting their foundational education at Sam Tech, where the Massengill family has done a great job. Call Brian Massengill. Go to the website, samtech.edu. Call Brian Massengill and ask him all about it. Tell him you heard about it on WFO Radio. And it's a great way to get started. They're approved to train veterans under the GI Bill. You definitely want to get involved with Sam Tech. Maybe you just want to drive a dragster. One day, driving dragsters. Wouldn't that be cool? Driving a dragster one day? I think it would be. Of course, it started like $399. It's a reasonable price to go out there with nothing, get totally outfitted to drive the car, and to drive the car with Frank Hawley 
or one of his, uh, you know, teachers, instructors, getting you up to speed on how to do it and what to do the right way. So much to learn, so much fun. Bring your friends, bring your best clients, bring your sales team, a corporate team building experience. Like that's what they call it. Cause if there's all these corporate teams then you got to get closer and the best way to get closer to your corporate partners is by whooping them at Frank Hawley's. So for the rest of their lives, you can be like, yeah, remember that day? Go to frankhawley.com to find out more information. And then there's our buddy, Marvin Rodak, who's roasting up coffee since 4 a.m. this morning. 4 a.m., Marvin goes in there, starts roasting the coffee. Time to make the donuts. Time to roast the coffee. Except it is legitimately some of the best coffee I've ever had in my life. It comes from around the world. Very, very rare, if that's what you want. 817-924-6821. Big supporter of WFO for over a decade. How is that possible? Call Marvin, 817-924-6821. Also, our Patreon VIPs. It's still the start of the season. If you join for a year, yes, it's a VIP listener club. I was listening to Phil Hendry and his podcast. Phil Hendry, a great uh, inspiration to me getting involved in talk radio. That's kind of the reason I got out of the shrink wrap room at, uh, at Riva in South Florida. It's like, man, all right, I got to do this. I got to get a job at a radio station because this is so amazing. And then of course, radio collapsed all over itself and it's over, but that's a different story. Now everybody's got podcasts, including Phil, the backstage pass. That's really what our Patreon audience is. The backstage pass where you hear the ignition show, you watch it get put together. You can even partially co-host it. The ignition show, hear it from Heiner, a special show for pro stock fans where Michael Heiner, a race winning crew chief is giving you details Monday motivation where I'm getting you up to speed on everything we're going to do. And I ask questions of the audience. Like, should we do this? Should we do that? What should we do? How should we handle it? You get to, in some ways, direct the show. WFO patreon.com slash WFO radio. And if you join for the entire season at whichever level you can afford, which is another thing, like I have people attacking me because we don't make it about tears. Like some people get something and other people don't. Everybody is a WFO supporter as best as they can be. But if you do that for a season here at the start of the year, you're going to get a t-shirt in addition to all the other WFO swag that you get, the patch and the decals and the pen and all this stuff that I throw in that envelope. That's stuff in the envelopes. Great stuff. Great stuff. We do have a WFO Radio Fantasy League getting ready to get started here. Fantasy NASCAR. We've been doing it for many years. The Tom Patsis trophy back there. It's like the trophy has now been named. Now that Tom's famous, I might as well use his name for my own benefit. Right. Tom Patsis, the guy who's super famous. Yeah. Who does all the trophies for NHRA and everybody and Alex Smith and got all that publicity. Yeah. He did that trophy that sits in our studio years and years ago when we identified him as a great artist prior to everybody else. Pretty much. And uh, super proud of it. You want to get your name on the trophy. All you got to do is win the fantasy league. Simple as that. But to do that, you're going to have to beat Mr. Fantasy NASCAR, who is a fantasy sports hall of famer. And it's pretty tough and has won the last couple of years or won two out of the last three. Some crazy stat like that. Go to drivergroupgame.com and join us and pick, you know, pick drivers each week and try to win it. And try to get your name on the trophy. Not going to happen. I'm going to take it very, very serious this year. Very serious. All right. Let's see who's out there. Jim, another great show, Joe. I'm surprised the PSM record didn't fall last year. Uh, top speed over 206 question mark maybe but didn't it fall the record did fall at Gainesville but it, it happened at the start of the year Karen Stouffer set the record ET record if, if we're talking about it 
and it it uh, it stayed all year long. So we'll see. Keith Kaufman, I'm a huge Phil Hendry fan. Super talented. That's the reason I'm here. That's the reason I'm doing what I'm doing. Phil Hendry entertained the heck out of me while I was in that shrink wrap room, shrink wrapping parts for watercraft. And I had done a lot of radio in college and just messing around, prank calling people. Yeah, like, you know, like the jerky boys. Everybody remembers that. Prank calling people, doing voices, having fun. I don't get to break out that talent as often as I would like, but it's there still. Beware. But when Hendry started just attacking the Miami audience, I said, that's it. I I, I got to figure this out. And through drag racing, I got a job at a radio station. And the rest, as they say, is history. Ron and Ron, the Ron and Ron Radio Network. Of course, Neil Rogers, Howard Stern, all involved. But Phil Hendry, because what he was doing was just so amazing, so talented. Uh, Russell Keck, also one of the voices on Rick and Morty. Yeah, principal, the principal from the first couple of years. Great show, Joe, says Russell Keck. Kyle Keck, way to go, Kyle. Hope to see you out there this year. Keith Kaufman, NHRA diehards, love WFO for all you do for the sport. We try. It was great to hear Garlitz talk about it yesterday, though. That was pretty amazing. If you haven't checked out the Garlitz video, please do. He was great. Think Matt should be leery of any race day meals prepared by Angie now. Mm. She's got other ways to get them. The Garlet show was great. Thank you for saying that. I'm uh, that's the show I stress the most about every year. The Garlet show, the International Drag Racing Hall of Fame induction show, and it's all the stress is about the internet. It has nothing to do about like the questions. Just want to make sure we get stable internet. And we did, for the most part. We're getting closer, guys. Welcome to the 2023 NHRA season, three weeks away. Well, yes. And now that we have talked with all our 2022 Camping World Series champions, we've got a couple more Lucas Oil Series champions to connect with. Just a couple. Lance Abbott we got to connect with. Ryan Pretty we got to connect with. Joey Severance, I got calls in. He called me back. We missed each other. But that one's not dead yet. I'm going to, you know, please, Joe. He's not a big media guy. Couple more, and we'll have all our champions in for 2022 and time to move forward. But it is very exciting, and I am very excited about the way uh, it is all going. Do want to remind everybody, subscribe, click the bell, and all of our WFO stuff, including the swag. You know, WFO swag is out there. It's available in the WFO store. You can get it and rock it. At Gainesville Raceway. The Garlitz Hall of Fame. We are going to be giving away tickets to sit at our table. So stand by. Stay tuned. Be ready. How am I going to give them away? It's probably going to be related to sharing the show. Because we got to grow. We There's a whole bunch of drag racing fans out there that love live stream. They love podcasts. They've yet to stumble on WFO. So we're going to flood the zone. Obviously, you got to get there on your own. I'll give you some tickets. Put some tickets in your hand to go watch the induction ceremony. Who's getting inducted? John Force. It's going to be great. The Knapp family, Bob Fry, Shelly Anderson Payne. It's going to be amazing. Don't forget Bernie's. The open house at Bernie's right before the Gator Nationals. B-U-R-N-Y-Z-Z dot com. American Classic Horsepower. From 6 to nine or so in Ocala Wednesday before the Gator Nationals. 
They're going to try to get a whole bunch of winners there. Get this. Tomorrow, I am going to Kansas. I'm the MC of the Division Five Banquet. But I'm going to take a little detour to Gary Stinnett's shop, Stinnett Automotive. I'm going to learn a little bit more about Foggett as they are a sponsor in 2023. If you've got a high-performance engine, you got to use this stuff. Total Seal Piston Rings will be doing a show live from Total Seal in March on location at the factory. Big thanks to Phillips Connect, of course. Big thanks to FTI Performance Transmissions and Torque Converters and everybody who supports this show. That's it for the week, guys. The archives are loaded. Check out Ignition. And we'll see you next week on Tuesday with a certain driver named Tony Stewart. How about that for breaking news? WFO, guys.